0: the third dimension this is 3d or 2d.com's Duh 3d show put on your 3d glasses now if you're wondering what the 3d stand for they are discussion debate and the news we hope that you enjoy the show get it The show
1: hello
0: hello hello this is adolf i have with me krista hello and jake Hi, everybody. And we are doing episode 82 of The 3D Show. And uh, we got quite a few topics to talk about. It's been about a month since we recorded an episode, which partially because we have so many movies to review. Um, But, you know, it's it's calming down, so we got some time to talk about the news. Um, So let's start off with some trailers. Um, Spies in Disguise got an official trailer. Uh, Krista, what are your
2: thoughts on that? Um, honestly, it just kind of seems like another dumb movie. <laughs> like, it feels like it's just gonna, like, like blend into, like, all the other crap movies.
0: Jake, what are your thoughts on it?
1: Well, this seems to be Will Smith's year. Uh, him and, and Keanu Reeves are having a great year, so... This might be a surprise. Uh you never know, but uh there was one very funny pigeon joke about being able to three almost see almost 300 and um
2: I can see most 360 mind view in your
1: face? Yeah. He's, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, just in case anyone has not seen this, this is a spy movie. An animated movie uh, for kids where Will, Will Smith is the main character and in this trailer um, in the movie, the premise is that by accident, he now becomes a pigeon. And uh, so he's a spy pigeon. And, I mean, um, it has
2: a good, it has a good, a decent cast, but like that's the only thing that really seems to catch my attention is the fact that it's Will Smith and Tom Holland. <laughs>
0: And uh, this new trailer here um, has basically a lot of Tom Holland, which we did not really see him much in the original teaser. And, uh, yeah, Tom Holland's kind of explaining things and that he's the genius of the spy organization, which I don't know if the the CIA or or whatever, Um, but he's, you know, he's a a gadget person. And um, he's made this concoction for spies and you know, Will Smith's character accidentally drinks it and becomes a pigeon. Um you know, I think I said this the first time the first teacher came out that I feel like I was actually totally on board with this movie as an animated spy movie for kids. Totally fine with that. As the whole pigeon aspect it kind of just makes it oh, you made it really dumb. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm like the beginning part of the trailer where it's just like Will Smith being like a a spy and like being like James Bond type of a like that's cool and then like the pigeon makes it like into like a completely di- like 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 real but like significantly dumber.
0: I guess this is like for the little ones. I guess <laughs> I don't know. So Jake, when is this movie coming out?
1: Uh, December, I believe it's Christmas.
0: And uh, it's happened to be coming out at a very busy time um, where it's, this is coming out around the same time as Star Wars, around the same time as Jumanji. So we yeah, got three movies hitting basically back to back. Obviously, this is going to be more for the kids and uh, Jumanji and Star Wars are going to have to fight it amongst themselves. But it's going to be a crowded December with uh, movies back to back.
1: Yeah, we're going to find out if pigeons do blink or not
0: honestly i mean this has been delayed a few times right
1: mm-hmm. yeah this is a blue sky so uh, this is disney uh dumping a movie uh i guess they figure will smith is doing so good this year he can even take on uh i guess they're trying to think oh we can split the family audience with jumanji instead uh I think somebody's gonna blink.
0: I mean, I don't see a reason why this should be coming out on Christmas. It doesn't feel like a Christmas movie and um it could honestly just fill in the September gap. <laughs> you know, just Exactly. There's nothing really or happening. For November. Yeah. But I guess So, yeah, it's been, you know, it's been in development hell for a little bit and having all these different reduced dates and stuff. And, you know, it was originally going to be scheduled for January of this year. Then it got pushed back to April. Then it got pushed back to September. Then it got pushed back to December.
2: So maybe they're just like not finished with
0: it. I don't know. It's, it's just... We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it'll be good. So, uh, next movie. Um, let's talk about... Let's keep it animated with a Trolls World Tour. Krista, what do you think of this one?
2: I mean, I thought there were, like, funny bits in it. Uh, I never actually saw, like, the original Trolls, so I don't have, like, that much context. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. I mean... I feel like I don't know. Could be good, could be trash.
1: <laughs> Jake? It just looked like it was a brain dead to the lowest common denominator. Uh the type of thing your kid uh talks about in therapy that his parents forced him to go see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was harsh. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is a Mac and me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I felt like I lost uh, two minutes of my life watching that trailer. I, mean,
2: I feel like I feel like Battle of the Bands is like you know that's like basic enough content that like you can you can do enough things with it that it can be interesting. I don't know.
1: I wasn't a big fan of the first Trolls movie. I don't think this is going to be an improvement.
2: Okay, I never saw the first Trolls movie, so I don't
1: know. I didn't miss anything. <laughs> uh, I was forced to babysit a bunch of kids to go see it.
2: <laughs>
1: they hated it, then hated me for they blamed me for taking them, <laughs> even though it was their parents' idea.
0: I remember the original being like a big hit with the kids, and like kids love it because of singing and you know the troll character designs and all that. And um, this one, actually, maybe I'm the only kind of positive one. I mean, I kind of like the premise, kind of like Krista said, that, all right, you have multiple music genres, but they're doing every cliche from each of them. And, you know, they're going to battle to be the best music ever. And, you know, I guess it's something. It's it's better than just regular trolls, I guess. And But um, it seems okay. It might be all right, I guess. I'm mm-hmm. not... I'm not that negative I'm more positive than I thought I would be, considering that I, I you know I wasn't I didn't watch the first one, so I'm kinda I guess I could review this one then.
1: <laughs> this looks like they just took the minions and the Smurfs and put them in a blender and' it's just
0: like <laughs> ah,
2: oh, it reminds me of the ones in 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 Frozen the like rock
0: people, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get in a bigger role in Frozen too actually. This isn't a shame. This is a shameless
1: uh, cash grab to make to push troll toys. They were old when I was a kid.
0: Really? I thought trolls just came in around the nineties. Little trolls. Or... No, trolls have been around since the
1: fifties. Oh wow! They're Woody's age.
0: Really? Huh?
1: Yeah. Well, the Woody in movie in in uh in movie time, not. Ninety. I mean, trolls have been around forever.
0: And they've always been little naked, little creepy things? Like, the 90s version? Like yeah. the uh, fucking...
1: They used to be all naked, uh, Caucasian-colored, and they had little... They uh, have, like, little hair poofs. Yeah, little hair poof, different colors, uh, and they had, uh, usually they had little fake gemstone eyes. Hmm.
0: I thought they new er than...
1: That. Mm-mm. No, huh. Adam was a little kid. I think they um, are
2: just little, like, demon things. Like, like no one actually ever bought them, but they just
1: showed up in your house. Hmm. Yeah, and they used to be hard plastic. They weren't soft. Because I can remember giving one that was softer plastic, and it squeaked. And I was like, oh, the troll farted. <laughs>
0: So Jake, uh,
1: what do you want to talk about next? Um maybe we should discuss the newest uh, Jumanji trailer, Jumanji Next Level.
0: Yeah, I'm actually kind of pleasantly surprised about this. Um the first one, I was really surprised about. Um back when before it came out, me and James were ripping it apart, saying it looked stupid. And then James went to go review it, and he liked it. And then I rented it, and I liked it, too. And I'm surprised by it. And this trailer looks like a, a remix of the first, but in a fun, ridiculous kind of way. I like it. Uh, Krista, have you watched the Jumanji movie? Uh,
2: I watched the uh, original Jumanji with, uh, like, um, with Robin Williams, I think. Um, I actually... I, I think it's funny, but, like, and also, like, creep creepy, but, like, not a true horror movie. I don't know.
0: So, Jake, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, my first
1: viewing of the trailer, I just kind of rolled my eyes and said, you know, this is kind of, they're sticking with what made uh, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle such a breakout uh unpredictable, wild success. But then, when I rewatched the trailer in a better mood, I was like, you know, Danny Glover and and Danny DeVito are awesome in this, and I really liked the Rock's, uh, you know, portray his his comedic cho- chops. He's really building on what he did in Rampage with George. So I so I was like going, you know. They may actually uh, make this different enough that it'll be another good ride.
2: My question is, like, why does no one ever destroy the board game? Like, it always gets passed (laughs) on to another person. Someone needs to
0: destroy it. Yeah, legit question. It's now been turned into a video game. Oh, God. (laughs) So, I mean, if they're going to make a sequel, this is the way to do it. To have new players, but then the new players are, are different, but the same character, in-game characters are, are there. And uh, the way the original, or the second movie, because this is actually a second movie, Krista. I don't know if you, or this is the third movie, because yeah. they kind of consider the first movie with Robin Williams to be canon in this. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and... So, uh, the second movie was the previous Jumanji movie, and then this is the third, um, but the the video games and the the people, the characters in the movie are sucked into the video game, and they have avatars in the video game that are different from the characters in the movie. It's kind of getting meta, but...
2: Ooh... Okay, so like, so like the second one was like a reboot of the original, and then this is a sequel to the reboot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And instead of uh, the kids that were there in the original movie, or the second movie, um, it's now Danny DeVito and Glover. And they're reacting differently to being in a video game than the kids that were in the second movie. Interesting. uh, the, the, the real hook where is kind of a weird concept, um, but once you got it, you got it. And um, it really had a sense of being a video game, which is a really weird kind of way of thinking because it really had some of the cliches and stereotypes of video games in there. And it was, like, lovingly mocked, but not in a hateful way. It was just kind of a, a fun little way that, you know, you had lives, you had statistics, you had uh, NPC characters, non-playable characters um, in that, were just said one thing and that's all they said and they didn't give you any more information and it was fun to see that reaction and I think this is going to work.
2: So here's my question, is this just like one cursed disc or is it like a, a video game that's like distributed
1: and like <laughs> captures a bunch of people? That's the question. Because the way they're. They deliberately left the fates of several people from the first movie out of this trailer. So I'm thinking you're on to something, Krista. I think that this is going to be a multiplayer game now. It's going to be not just all these people on one disc. I'm thinking it may go. Uh, wide. Maybe.
2: Yeah. That, like, kind of, like, sets up, like, a whole different level of, like, plot intricacies, because then you have, like, oh, now we have a bunch of people mysteriously disappearing throughout the planet all after playing this video. <laughs> and
1: and tell James that, hey, we might have not got Danny DeVito for Pokemon, but we're going to get him for Jumanji.
0: Yeah, I, I really hope that James is able to record for that review because um, I was stunned because James gave me the review. I wasn't expecting to review it because it was just it was then right next to Christmas and it's like, oh, I don't have time for that. And uh, James the like, here's the review. And it's like, oh, thank you, James. And it's like, you gave it a seven? Oh my God, really? We're like, totally ripping it apart. Um, you know, we are just hating on it. But um, it's, it's just kind of one of those things where we're not interested in it. And then we both liked it and it was fun for what it was. So we'll see how Jabanji the next level um, is. And if, you know, if this is going to be it or if they're going to keep this going, because I don't know if they could keep doing it <laughs> over and over again, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So we kind of mentioned it before and that's not on the show notes, but I'll throw it in here. We did get an official trailer to Frozen 2. Um, And you talked about the little rock monster trolls. Um, Did you see the trailer for Frozen 2 yet, Krista? Mm,
2: I don't think I saw the trailer, no. I saw, like, the thing where she was, like, running out into the ocean or
1: whatever.
0: Yeah, Jake, did you see this?
1: I saw something that had a bunch of, like, scenes. Like, there were some trolls, there were... um... There was the reindeer and a little music. It didn't really get, it's just like, here it is. We're not going to tell you anything.
2: Yeah, there wasn't like any plot to it. Like, I remember like seeing like Anna doing stuff, but like, I don't, it didn't stick in my brain. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It was, it was like, it's fine. If you like the first one, you'll like this one kind of trailer.
0: Yeah, last month uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it because it came out right after we uploaded that uh, show. So you know, it's just one of those things. This trailer is basically that um, Elsa trying to go in the water, and the same thing as the teaser, which was just the her running into the water and like. Uh, this one, she sees like this, like a magical unicorn or something go through the water, it's like a spirit, and then, the like the hook onto this movie is like oh. You need to find your parents and figure out your past, and uh, there's more to your past, and you know your powers are more greater than we need, and or something. And now she's on a quest with her sister and everyone else, and just trying to find the rock people, and uh, they're trying to, you know, there's some other threat. So the official trailer is very similar to the teaser, but um, you know, Frozen, it's it's going to be a huge hit. It's probably going to be the easiest, the biggest movie this November, you know.
2: That's interesting.
0: So, I mean, it, it might be one of those things where they get um, it's its own thing. So I don't know if it's Frozen is based on a a, a book series or or anything. Do you know that, Jake? Yeah, it's
2: based on it's based off of uh the Snow Queen, but it's like so far apart from what the original story was that it's like the 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 its own thing. Because like the Snow Queen is supposed to be like this evil queen, but early on in in their making of it, they were like, what if we make her good, I guess?
0: Mm, okay. And, uh, of course, this is a sequel to Olaf's adventure. Yeah. No one watched that one in theaters before Coco? Uh,
1: yeah, I saw it. Oh, God, was it tedious. It was about ten minutes too long, and kids were screaming. <laughs>
0: uh, Krista, do you remember this or no? No.
2: No, I did not watch it. What I am... I, I am thinking about... There is a frozen plot line in the Once Upon a Time TV show that does delve into, like, their parents' history. So I'm kind of curious about that, if, like, the Once Upon a Time people knew that they, the next movie was going to have to do with their parents, or if that's just a coincidence that they both went that way.
0: I think it may be. They might have known. I mean, Disney does own ABC, and that is, they're playing with ABC stuff there, or Disney stuff in that show. So I think they may have fun with it, but I don't know if they want to canonize anything from it, you know?
2: Yeah, I, I, I highly doubt, like, Once Upon a Time is such a, like, Uh, how do I say this in a nice way? It's just, like, you, you throw a bunch of, crap into a pot and like stir it up and then like like throw it all all on the floor.
1: <laughs> In a network television budget.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so Chris the Olaf's adventure, we watched uh, it came out before Coco and uh the first few screenings of it were and it was like a forty minute short, which is like it felt really long. Mm. And um What?
2: Why would they make a forty-minute short?
0: What the heck? Yeah, it, I don't think it was forty minutes exactly, but it was long. It felt long. Um, oh, it was at least ten minutes
1: too long. Uh, it was just—it was just tedious.
0: So it had like three songs, and it, they got to be a backlash with people saying, "I just want to see Coco. I don't want to see this Olaf's Frozen adventure." It's just taking way too long. And eventually, Disney caved and took it off um, The you know as an early thing in front of Coco. Um, but yeah, I remember watching that and I was like, this is bad. And this is taking forever. And I remember actually little kids in the theater saying, when is this going to end? I came to see Coco. I'm, I'm ready to go home, Mom.
2: Well, I, I know that like... I think I was spared that because I watched Coco at my university's theater, which like releases things like after they've already been released. So that was like, and I got to, that was actually kind of cool because my, my college would have blockbuster films a couple weeks after their release date, but you could go see them for free.
0: So um, it was 21 minutes long but it felt like 45 it felt longer than coco <laughs> and coco's awesome
1: so <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah i went into coco thinking oh god it's going to be a rip off of a, of a book of life and i was stunned at how good it was oh yeah i love it well that
2: seems like the kind of thing that like maybe should have been a tv special instead of in front of a film.
1: yeah I don't know. It should have. Mm-hmm. It looked like a TV show. It looked like something they would run during Christmas or something on ABC.
0: Yeah, it was basically equivalent to the Toy Story Halloween special, but not as good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because the Olaf Frozen Adventure probably would have played better with commercial breaks.
0: So, anyway. Um, Let's keep going here. So... We have a new 3D movie for August, isn't that right, Jake? Yeah.
1: The Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw.
0: So the first trailers of this did not show the mention 3D, but now the a final trailer says now in 3D. Mhm.
1: And uh it looks like absolute trash and uh I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I've had no interest in the Fast and the Furious movies. I've uh, never seen one, don't want to. Uh, but this looks awesome. It's, this looks like uh, a Sharknado-esque movie but <laughs> with actual color with actual color correction and real editing and uh, you know incompetent camera work. This just looks like it's going to be big budget dumb fun.
2: So, like a trash movie, but in a good packaging.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It looks like a golden tra- a dumpster fire. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And, and Hydra's Elba is a black Superman. <laughs>
0: so, okay. The whole idea that this is a new 3D movie is so weird that, like, they, you know, okay, I guess they didn't want to mention it in the first teaser okay, maybe the first official trailer, but now the final trailer just sneaking that in? I yeah.
2: I feel like... Well, I don't understand why, like, like, so many films are, like, 3D is an afterthought. And, like, as if 3D is something you can just add in at the last second and have it be good, because if you added it at the last second, it's definitely going to be rushed and bad.
0: You're right. You're right. And one of the things here... It might be one of those things where they maybe didn't have the the they weren't sure about the budget and maybe they had enough money left over so they left it to convert and if they didn't feel confident you know releasing it then maybe they wouldn't have released it in 3D or maybe it was gonna be in 3D for foreign markets which is usually a very bad sign when you know they only released it in 3D in Europe or, or Asia and not in US. But maybe they feel good about this, and that's why they're doing it. But it's really strange, and you're right; they shouldn't. It, you know, it looks ridiculous in a fun way. So it looks like the kind of movie that would work well in 3D. When I saw the trailer, I was like, "This should be in 3D." It's so ridiculous. So yeah, there's this weird scene, Jake. Um, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about with like a helicopter, and they're like trying to use it to chain it down and to de- like sled it or something i don't know how to use it in words you know what i'm talking about jake
1: oh yeah i know exactly what you're talking about it's the oh come on
0: now scene so krista what do you think of a new 3d movie yeah,
2: well i i mean like it's, it's generally one of my pet peeves when when uh especially if you have a director who doesn't intend for the movie to be in 3d and they're only thinking about the 2d version of the movie, there's no way the 3d version is going to be good 3d because it wasn't shot for 3d.
0: Yeah. She's absolutely correct. So hopefully it's not a crap transit, you know, transfer. It's not going to be, they, they literally did it the last minute, you know, kind of thing. Um, we'll see. Uh, Jake, you're reviewing this, right?
1: Yeah. I drew the short straw, so...
0: And anyone listening, none of us have seen any of these fan, um, fantastic movies of... Uh... <laughs> I've actually heard that they're pretty fun for what they are. The the um, entire Fast and Furious movies are supposed to be ridiculous fun. So, we'll see, I guess. So, um, Venom 2 is happening now, Jake? Is that right?
1: That's the word. Uh, There hasn't been any uh, footage, trailers, or anything else. Maybe they'll have more information at San Diego Comic-Con
0: next week. So, uh, Kristen, have you seen Venom or not yet?
2: I actually never saw Venom, but I, like, read so much about the internet from it that I feel like I know. <laughs> I feel like I know certain things that I wouldn't, you know. Um, it doesn't surprise me at all that it's getting a sequel Sequel with, like, how fanatic certain people are about it.
0: <laughs> so just to recap things, Krista. Um, so it came out before we got you onto the website, and um, me, Jake, and James all reviewed it together, and uh, I hated it. Jake and James liked it.
1: That's the trash that it was. um, A lot of it, to me, it worked because Tom Hardy knew exactly what movie he was in (laughs) and acted accordingly. The lobster sushi scene was what put it over the top for me to give it a thumbs up.
0: Yeah, and that lobster sushi scene was the scene that I was ready to say, F you and walk out of (laughs) the (laughs) theater. So, yeah, I gave it a four, and I think Jakey gave it a seven, right? Yeah. So, yeah, there's a huge difference there, Krista, if you can see our...
2: Yeah, Yeah. I just know Tumblr loves it.
0: (laughs) I think think you might be a good um, person to watch it, not because, you know, just because you're not super into the superhero movie genre, like me and Jake are and James and you know have you seen spider-man 3 or no
1: no okay
0: so then you maybe this might be a good thing it's separate you can watch venom it's completely self-contained so you don't have to watch any other movie and you can kind of get the sense of things Mm -hmm. and um yeah it looks like everything it made a good amount of money and um so it definitely obvious that they're making a sequel um who knows if it's going to connect connect to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So far, they do not want to connect anything there. But, I mean, Sony does have the partial rights to Spider-Man. And, um, you know, these movies are in association with Marvel. So, I mean, I would be game to have Venom and Spider-Verse and Tom Holland and Spider-Man join together somehow, eventually. That might be fun. <laughs> Jake, what do you think of that? Oh,
1: well, speaking of that, there's been another Sony leak. This one is that if uh, Far From Home doesn't make a billion dollars, that invalidates the deal Sony made with Marvel. Uh, I personally don't put much um, stock in that because uh, Disney right now is building a Spider-Man attraction in... um, Disneyland.
0: Jeez. <laughs> and uh, Far From Home is ranking in the money. So I'm not worried about that at all.
1: Yeah, and even if it doesn't, I don't think, I don't, wouldn't put much stock in this story. I just mentioned it because it kind of segued and it's been getting a lot of uh, traction in a lot of places.
0: Yeah, it's going to be one of those things where I think it's already at $600 million or something worldwide would so it does you know it's only been out like a week or two right yeah. so it, it should make a billion by the end of its run it should probably stick around um i think universally everyone really likes this movie and um yeah i don't see why this would you know fall down anytime soon so i i expect it to make a billion without a doubt which would be really weird because it would be basically every single Marvel movie in the year makes a billion dollars, <laughs> you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, also it kind of feels like Marvel is just, like, dominating the the movies right now, and, like, like every other movie is, is Marvel, it feels like.
1: True. Yeah, well, not Dark Phoenix, uh, but that's, <laughs> a, that's a Fox movie, so.
0: So, um... Yeah, let's keep going here. Let's, let's Before we get into some Disney stuff, um, let's get to CEO of WB. There's a new CEO of WB. Is that right, Jake?
1: Yeah, Warner Brothers. Yeah, I don't know how long she's going to last.
2: Ooh. Do you know what the glass cliff is? Is when... When something is going bad in a in in a company, they will put a woman in charge. When like it's already gone to shit. <laughs>
1: uh huh. Yeah, I think she got the job. Uh, I mean, she's she's very qualified. I don't can't recall her name off the top of my head. Uh, these days, I don't try to put any brain space towards anybody running the Warner Brothers because they're not going to be there long.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. her name is Ann Sarnoff. Sarnoff. And she used to be part of BBC Studios America. So she definitely has a lot of uh, potential there and the reason why she's gaining this because the former CEO is uh, has a lot of uh, investigations on uh misconduct to put it nicely. Um but yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, was the former CEO Harvey Weinstein? No.
1: Or someone no. else? No. Uh, 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 pretty much the same type of stuff. Uh, he ruined a whole bunch of Warner Brothers productions trying to shoehorn his lady friend into him.
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: so his the former CEO is Kevin Tsurara. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, probably don't know Japanese very well to say. It.
1: And. uh... This may affect uh, James Wan's uh, future
0: with Warner Brothers. So, yeah, that's going to affect a lot of things. So, Jake, uh, what do you think of this new CEO?
1: Uh, Like uh, Krista said, uh, she's on the glass cliff. Uh, I wish her well. I hope she knocks heads and gets everything back on track. Uh, But... Warner Brothers has so many things juggling up in the air. I hate it when a new CEO just comes in and decides to just shut everything down and start over. Uh, so I wish her well. I hope she has a long fruitful reign, but the way things have been going at Warner Brothers, I doubt it.
0: Now one interesting aspect of uh, is that we actually heard that the flash movies is back on which I was thinking was going to be dead. Didn't you think that, Jake?
1: Uh, most definitely. So is Ezra Miller, even though his contract's expired, uh, is he still attached without a contract, or has he stealthily signed a new contract?
0: It looks like he's back on. So um, I think I, I keep hearing different things about who's writing it and who's directing it, but we'll just move on. <laughs> From that, it's, it's being made. So that's definitely, you know, we'll see if who makes it and who writes it and who directs it, but it's definitely still in the process, you know? Yeah. Which I like as fast Trash, so I'm glad to see that continuing on, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, we also got a new Pixar movie called Soul. What do you know about this?
1: Uh, it's another one directed by, uh, Peter Doctor, um, who's probably the most famous for directing Up and Inside Out. He's the kind of the guy who's kind of running things at Pixar uh, now that John Lasseter is at uh, Blue Sky, which is now owned by Disney. So, so much for guys getting, um, who were called out by me too uh actually
0: suffering real consequences just saying so yeah the soul is interesting as a concept you know is this going to be a really you know i guess mindful and heart warming kind of story you know it's a new property it's not based on anything so that's some positive you know Pixar's best movies are the original. Are there? Uh,
1: what is What is the premise of the movie? It sounds very similar to Inside Out, except instead of emotions, it's where inspiration comes from.
0: Interesting. And they announced this right after they announced the previous you know, movie, um, which was the uh, uh, Onward, right? Yes. The one and- with the unicorns eating trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: huh. Yeah, basically that looked like a good version of Bride.
0: Yeah, so we'll see how Soul comes out. Um, I don't know if we have a date for that yet. Is it 2021?
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be coming out next year. So either kept this quiet or or they're able to put movies out real fast now.
0: Interesting. It might be like a fall or late summer kind of movie because um, Onward is supposed to be in March, right? I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this may be their November release. Maybe I will I guess we'll find out at uh at d twenty three in
0: August. so we got three live action movies uh Disney movies coming up um, uh, <laughs> all right, Krista, you're, you're very enthusiastic. which one of these do you want to talk about first?
2: Um, should I talk about the one I like or the ones I hate?
0: Just pick one.
2: Milan is. I'm not looking forward to Milan. I don't. This trailer just like confused me more than anything else. Um, but like, Milan has been in like like uh, pre production hell for I don't know how many years. I just know like two or three years ago, I heard a version of a of the script that was like. A very bad version and I was like I don't know since then my, my uh, opinion on it has been very negative and I think it would have to do a lot for me to actually be enthusiastic about it.
0: Jake, what are your thoughts? Uh,
1: the trailer just looked like they've turned Milan into a, almost a Disney princess kung fu movie.
0: And a war movie.
1: Yeah. It looked like Shaw Brothers Light.
0: Now, uh, one thing to mention in Mulan, uh, that's coming out in March. Um, so far, it's kind of wishy-washy if this isn't a 3D movie, but I think it's safe to assume it is since all the other ones have been, although the live-action 3D uh, remakes. Now, right now, it looks like we are not going to have any songs in here. If they do have them, they may they might be just like in the background, but not actually sung by the main actress. And um, if the, and then also, we got some information on the sidekicks. Um, Jiminy Cricket and Mushu are not going to be in this movie. And if they are, they're going to be significantly different roles. And how they're shown on screen, like there's rumors that Mushu is going to be a phoenix. And it might have like one scene. It's not going to be a, a buddy character like in the cartoon. So... Mulan without the sidekicks and without the songs, it's just kind of uh, uh, I don't know about that.
2: Well, see, at this point, it's like so the thing is, like, with Aladdin, I was like, I'll, you know, because Disney doesn't own these stories. With Aladdin, I was like, that was actually the best live-action version of that story I've seen, and I've seen other live-action versions. I don't think the same can be said about Mulan because there are so many Chinese versions that have done a much that have done an excellent job at that story that from like an actually culturally um respectful respectful perspective yeah that that I didn't know what word I was looking for but like within the cultural context they understand the story much more so it like became like like I think the Chinese versions of Mulan are probably going, like, like I, f- I find that this is just going to be, like, not as good in comparison to, like, some of the movies based on the story that actually already exist.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it also looks like they're doing away with the, from the look to the trailer, it looks like they're going to do away with the cross-dressing aspect of the character. Yeah,
2: that's, I was very confused about that. I'm like, she's just in a red dress with her hair. Like, what even is the story then? Because that's like literally the basis of what Mulan is. I'm very confused about that.
0: Yeah, that's a, a big yeah, aspect.
1: And the thing is, uh, uh, and in Chinese New Year films, and even plays, there was always it's with tradition to have a cross-dressing character. At least one. And it had nothing to do with gender roles or anything. It was just something traditional in uh, in them. Because uh, I don't know how many Hong Kong or Chinese uh, New Year's movies you've seen.
2: I'm, I'm just very confused about what this movie is going to be. Because it doesn't seem to be basing itself on the animated Mulan that closely. It has some references. But it seems to be like a different thing somehow. But then it also yeah. is not following the original poem, or like following the true storyline of what, like the legend of Mulan is. So I don't know what it's trying to accomplish or what it's trying to do.
1: Uh, it looked like to me it was a, a a pale imitation of a Shaw Brothers swordswoman martial arts movie. I just uh, I don't I don't think it's gonna be good. We'll find out. It just doesn't look promising.
0: Yeah, it's it's just it's just very weird because the other Disney movies have kept a lot of their um, essence, and this feels like okay. We don't need the you know the sidekicks. We don't need the songs. But I kind of feel like the songs. Like um, I feel like the one song from Mulan that everyone loves is to make you a man or whatever. And that one, you know, it's like such a powerful song. And if not going to have that, that's just such a killer thing, you know. You know, it's like a big part of the plot.
2: Yeah, I just don't even know what, like, I'm very confused as to what the production process behind this was. Because the original script that I, from a couple of years ago, was based on the premise that, like, Mulan wasn't the hero of her own story and there was like this white dude who came to China who was the hero and like Mulan became like like it was like a romance between that and I'm like that's not even like first of all what second of all what (laughs) first of all excuse me (laughs) like I it was just such a bad like the worst possible version of the script that could possibly be and then like they seem to have, like, moved away from that version, but, like, not moved far enough away that it's actually good.
0: Yeah. And, like, the the, the gender stuff is interesting because it made total sense that why she would not be allowed in the military, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. even in 2019, in a recording, women in the military are not treated equally to men. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I totally understand, you know, what, 500 years ago, 600 years ago? (laughs) I don't know when Mulan originally took place, um, but several hundred years ago, that makes sense. And, you know, she doesn't look like she's a guy or pretending to be a guy or anything. And the action looks okay. It just, yeah, it seems weird.
2: It's very, it's just very confusing. And I feel like I don't think the movie knows what it's trying to do
0: so yeah we'll see how this works out Um so the next one here Maleficent got an official trailer and um it looks basically like the teaser trailer but give you a little bit more information uh, Jake what are your thoughts on Maleficent
1: I'm confused and it's a mess
0: <laughs> I'm I was also like confused
1: going, I'm <laughs> like didn't Maleficent lose her wings in the first movie yeah I didn't see the first one. Are movie, they but... rebooting? Is this a reboot? Are they already rebooting? Is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? What is going on? And does Angela Jolie's face actually moves anymore? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just have no idea, like like like, this is supposed to be based on Sleeping Beauty, but it seems to have no resemblance to the story whatsoever at this point.
0: Uh huh. I mean, this one you could say they are taking their own way with it and not being just a Sleeping Beauty remake, but it's such a weird mis- Maleficent Mistress of Evil coming out October eighteenth. Um, you know, it looks just looks very weird. Like, I I I agree with Jake. It looks like they're rebooting this. But this is supposed to be the sequel, but then cause like the story here is that um, apparently here. Aurora is when it gets married, and uh, Maleficent doesn't like it because.
2: I have a question: Why is Aurora asking Maleficent permission? Like, what's Aurora's relationship with per- Maleficent? Here?
0: Did it, yeah, exactly. Didn't Aurora? Uh, didn't Maleficent help raise her or something? But that was—I don't know. It, it gets really confusing because the first one—it looks like a remaking the first one. In this, that's why it looks like a reboot, but then it doesn't look like it's. I don't know. It, it's really confusing. This the
1: the more I watch this trailer, the more I think of the Nutcracker and the Four Realms.
0: <laughs> um, Jake, we want to. Re- Was that yeah? Tell Christo about that.
1: Oh God, <laughs> the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Oh God. My
2: mom wanted to take me to that, and I was like, "I don't know."
1: <laughs> uh, you would be in therapy talking about being abused by your mother.
2: <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like two hours of my life. I'm never getting back.
2: I mean, like, I, I, I like the the. I I grew up uh, uh, doing nut cla- nutcracker ballets.
1: That was the first movie I ever saw that I felt they needed more ballet.
2: Oh, wow. I mean it also doesn't seem like like from what I saw of the trailer, it seems to be like it's completely on thing that actually has nothing to do with the original Nutcracker story, but
1: yeah, they turned it into an action adventure. <laughs> It goes more out of left field than uh, *Alice in Wonderland*, without without the Tim Burton quirkiness.
0: So let's get back to uh, *Maleficent*. Here, here is the official information from Disney. In the Disney *Maleficent*, *Mistress of Evil*, a sequel to the 2014 global box office hit *Maleficent* and her grand goddaughter. Aurora begin to question the complex family ties that bind them as they were pulled in different directions by the impending nuptials, unexpected allies, and dark new foes play. Angelina Jolie and Ellie Fanny reprise their roles as a dark fairy, Maleficent, and Princess Aurora. The film also stars Michelle Pfeiffer and many others. The the years have been kind to Maleficent and Aurora. The relationship is born of heartbreak and revenge. Yada yada yada. I, it it's it's a sequel, but it doesn't seem like a sequel. So I don't know what the hell's going on with this movie. <laughs> all right, we got one more movie, and this is probably the most controversial one of them all.
2: A Little Mermaid. Yes. Okay,
0: what's the controversy here? <laughs> so, do you know all uh, the casting for Little Mermaid, Trista?
2: Uh, she's a black
1: teenager, I believe.
0: Yes. Uh, Jake, what's the name of this actress?
1: Hall Bailey, not Holly Berry, that everybody's been saying. Of course that would be interesting, kind of a John Wick take on Little Mermaid, but hey. No, it's
2: like she's like nineteen or something. Mm. Yeah.
1: So there's the internet seems to be up in arms over a uh a, a Hans Christian Andersen character that's been moved to the Caribbean uh who's a mermaid the internet seems to believe that this character is supposed to be white okay That's a good point uh, <laughs> I am
0: uh, whatever <laughs> Yeah uh so we also got some more casting news here. Um, the, the rest of this casting is not really controversial. Um, Melissa McCarthy is supposed to be Ursula, which totally fine with that.
2: Oh, that'll be interesting, yeah. hmm
0: Yeah. Crazy Rich Asian star Aquaf- Aquafina is gonna be Scuttle, the bird. Weird. Yeah, weird.
1: Kind of <laughs> random.
0: Um room star Jacob uh Trembay is supposed to be Flounder. Okay then. The little boy okay. from the room. Or not the not the room, but Room.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I figured it was I've seen the Tommy Wiseau version enough times to know he wasn't in it.
2: <laughs> Why have you tortured yourself in that way?
0: Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Now, the Room movie um, is actually a great movie, except the ending, which I think drags on forever.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the one with Brie Larson. Yeah, Yeah. it
0: is a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen that one, Krista? No. Yeah, it's a great... It's worth checking out. But the ending, you can be like, all right, wrap this up. (laughs) That was for me. Jake, do you agree or no?
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh I mean, it wasn't, it didn't drag like uh, Olaf's uh, Frozen Adventure, but still.
2: I mean, my my thoughts on Little Mermaid is I don't think it's going to be as bad as Mulan.
1: I <laughs> think it's got possibilities uh, yeah. to be as good as uh, Aladdin. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think it's possible. I just, it's too early to say one way or the other.
1: But. Hey. Hey, Little Mermaid was one of those movies is a lot better than it should have been. Because you have to admit, the animation on that is pretty sorry.
2: I loved Little Mermaid as a kid. My hair is red, naturally, so I was like, I'm Ariel. I became obsessed with mermaids, like the whole thing.
1: Oh, I was stunned at how much I liked this, because I was like, uh, I thought the animation was pretty poor. Uh uh but it just the music was incredible uh i thought the characters were good the character designs were were really good uh i just thought this this movie is a lot better than the lack of care disney put into making it oh really yeah this is one of their this is when disney was really cheaping out on movies i mean uh and this really looks bad on the big screen. The, I mean, because a lot of the anima- animation sales, they they go over the blacks twice to make the lines look good. They didn't even bother. You can see where lines don't meet. I mean, they just went over them once. I mean, it's just really it was, and the, you can see where the cells were photographed and stuff. I
2: mean, well, if you if you look at Disney sequels, that's where the real bad animation comes in because they didn't even try with
1: Disney sequels. Oh yeah, don't even get me started about the Lion King sequels. Oh yeah? Oh, they're pretty poor.
0: Now, Krista, since you're a natural redhead, do you feel like they're taking away one of your characters by making her um, darker skinned?
2: No. <laughs> Is there Number one, there are there are black people with red hair. Number two, like, it's not that big of a deal. It's like <laughs> you know, I'm 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 I actually am like completely fine with this casting. I think it uh whatever.
1: The people that are complaining about this, you bring me an actual red headed mermaid and I'll listen to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean whatever. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, she was originally, like, the original character designs for Ariel were a blonde mermaid. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, Christian.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Hans Christian Andersen story, I mean, what does it take place? Sweden? Norway? Yeah.
2: Uh, Den- well, the Little Mermaid statue is in Denmark.
1: Yeah, so, hey, um, just say, and Disney moved it to the Caribbean,
0: so yeah, that's actually a good thing to talk about. That it might have been a bias of the initial writer to make it white because he was white, you know, not because he wanted the character to be white, you just mm-hmm. kind of naturally think of that, you know. So, you know, I
2: don't think the original story actually specifies race, I think that's oh, yeah. just what we have, like, it's just like that's our biases of society well see the original story by hans christian Andersen was a metaphor about him being gay
0: interesting it's oh
2: because in the original hans christian anderson story what happens is the little mermaid is in love with this guy but this guy doesn't give her the time of day she gives up everything for him she gives up her life as a mermaid and when she has like when she walks on land like, it physically pains her to step on her feet. It's like the pain of a thousand needles in her feet. And then, like, he doesn't give her the time of day, and he marries someone else, and then she, like, dissolves and, like, dies or whatever and becomes foam in the ocean state.
0: Pretty dark. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So Disney, like, dramatically changed what the story
1: was. <laughs>
0: uh, Yeah. So, um, Terry Crews has been lobbying himself to play the king, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah,
2: that's
0: fine. Oh, I'd be good. Uh, I love Terry Crews, so yeah, totally fine with that. Oh, oh, he'd be awesome. So yeah, I'm okay with this. This is gonna be a while. I think they don't even started filming until next year. So like, they're gonna start filming in March. (laughs) I think, so... Yeah. I mean, who knows? The casting
1: could change between now and then, for all we know. <laughs> yeah. I think the music is going to make or break this.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, I think, you know, if you give it at the very least two years of development, which is going to be very, very, you know, nice to Disney giving time to make this, it'll be the 2023 at the earliest. Maybe, or you know, 2022, maybe, but maybe 2024. It's gonna be a while before we see this movie, (laughs) I think. Because the CG alone, everything is gonna be a lot of time to do it. So,
1: we'll find out. But for all we know, they've already been working on it two years. And, uh,
0: well, if they just casted this character, these people,
1: yeah, well, some of these movies they start before they even cast. Maybe. To get the effects done. It's surreal. Then they just plug the actors in.
2: There's going to become a point where movies are entirely CG. We already have that with the line.
1: Oh, we've had it already. I mean, um, the Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow.
0: I love that movie. Don't hate
1: that. Oh, I'm not hating on it. Uh, It's the movie. It's probably the most influential movie in Hollywood history in the last 50 years because that's where all this that's the movie that inspired Hollywood to go full bore with CG.
0: Okay, good. I, I love that movie. I think it's so much fun. So
1: do I. I like it a lot.
0: Chris, have you seen that one? No, I haven't.
1: You ah. need to see that. You really need to see it okay. because it is, like I said, it is the most influential movie in the last 50 years. Okay. Just on the effects alone. Some of them don't hold up as well as they, you know, it could use a little tweaking. But uh, it's, for good or bad, it is the most influential movie. And I won't spoil who the villain is.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to ship you a whole box of movies that you have to watch, Krista. (laughs) Oh my
2: god. See, The thing is, I was like a very sheltered child, apparently. I just was like not exposed to movies. I read books
1: as a kid.
0: That's fine we're just giving you a hard time just giving you a hard
1: well, time. My parents encouraged me to go to the movies a lot They figured it kept me away from uh, musicians and stuff
0: kept you out of trouble <laughs>
1: uh,
2: well, see, I had... so it was like only in college when I started catching up on like I didn't see Star Wars until I was in college
0: Denise you saw Star Wars
2: <laughs> yeah
0: All right well I guess that's gonna be it is there anything else to add to this uh, big podcast?
2: I mean, I I am personally still looking forward to Dora the Explorer, even though I know it's trash.
0: <laughs> it looks fun. I I think it looks fun. Maybe that will pop up, and we'll get the final. You know, a week before it comes out, being three D. And- <laughs> uh, well,
2: yeah. I am kind of confused about the premise, just because uh, like they're 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 playing off Diego as like Diego's like kind of a jerk in the in the trailers. Um, and he's, like, doesn't really want to be associated with her. Which I find very interesting because, like, they have it so that, like, like Dora's talking to the camera is, like, her play imagination, kind of, is what I'm understanding. But Diego in, in also talks to the camera. So my question is, is that because it's Dora's imaginings of what Diego is like? Or was he, like, playing along with her games as a kid, or, like...
0: <laughs> I don't
2: know. I don't know. I'm still excited for
1: it. I just... <laughs> I'm just, like, what this looks like a Nickelodeon TV movie. Yeah, exactly. Why are they put it in the theaters? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm just sort of, the, uh I've already, I was already burnt by the Kim Possible uh, live-action uh, movie, so... <laughs> Listen, I like,
2: like, I'm not saying it's going to be a good movie. It's, like, objectively going to be a trash movie, but, like, in a way that, like, I've got to, like, it's just, like, so bad it's good. Yeah,
1: I'm hoping it's going to be a good, bad, like, Hobbs and Shaw. You know is yeah. it's going to be. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's going to be it for the 3D
0: show 80 episode number 82 for July of 2019. We recorded this on July 13th, just in case anyone's wondering. Things may have changed by the time you actually hear it. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Before this podcast wraps up, I want to give my thanks to my patrons. I have two patrons now, David and Mark. Thank you for your financial support. All right, so that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the
1: link is in the description. Uh, Thanks for watching.
0: And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And, of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, um, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.